0: Good morning. This is the California Report. I'm Bolanos in San Francisco. Some of the striking UC grad student workers have reached a deal, but the strike continues for now. Neil Sweeney, president of United Auto Workers Local 5810, which represents the two bargaining units involved, says the tentative five-year deal is historic and addresses their key concerns.
1: Including wage increases that reflect the cost of living, significant improvements in equity at the university and family-friendly benefits, in job security... In addressing climate change, and a number of other key areas that were among our priorities.
0: But he says there are still two groups that have not yet come to an agreement with the UC.
1: We're calling on the university to seriously come to the table, make serious proposals to the academic, student employees, and student researchers who are still bargaining, and uh, to make so they can reach fair agreements to recognize the contributions that our colleagues make.
0: Sweeney says the two groups he represents will remain on strike in solidarity until their contract is ratified. In a statement, UC officials said the terms of the agreement, quote, uphold our tradition of supporting these employees with compensation and benefit packages that are among the best in the country. Come next year, hundreds of thousands of Californians convicted of nonviolent crimes will be able to seal their criminal records under a law passed a few months ago. The New York Times reported this week it will be the most expansive record-clearing law in the country. KQED politics correspondent Marisa Lagos has been covering the two-year campaign to get this legislation on the books.
2: Advocates really do hope to build off it elsewhere. There's an estimated 70 million people in the United States who have these records and are prevented from getting a job, which is kind of obvious, but also things like volunteering, coaching Little League, uh, getting financial aid for college if you get in,
0: accessing food stamps and other social services. The law only applies to people who committed nonviolent and non-sexual offenses. And the records are still available to law enforcement or prospective employers in some fields such as education.
1: Do you love learning about the San Francisco Bay Area? Its history, its people, its unique blend of cultures? Then you should check out the Bay Curious book. Showing your support is easy, and you can join Brittany in supporting KQED podcast too at donate.kqed.org podcast. That's donate.kqed.org podcast.
0: New reporting from CalMatters finds that Cal Poly San Luis Obispo enrolls the smallest percentage of Black undergraduates at any CSU or UC school. Just 146 Black undergraduate students enrolled this fall. Cal Matters reporter Michael Zinstein did a deep dive into the numbers. But what we felt was most compelling was hearing how these low numbers impact the few Black students on Cal Poly's campus.
1: So let's get into specifics. These students um, that I spoke to have experienced overt racism. They've been called the N-word with a hard R by, by white peers on campus or at campus events. Other examples were sort of the difficulty of being the only Black person in your class, which happens often for these students that I spoke to. And, you know, mathematically, that makes sense when you only have 146 Black students out of 21,000 undergraduates. So it's just this pressure to be a spokesperson for the entirety of Blackness and, and, you know, the Black U.S. population. These students described having to be that spokesperson. And that just, you know, weighs on the students. They talked about having to do this like juggling of considering their emotions of where the conversation is going. If you know, if it's a class discussion about, you know, race and identity and and politics. So they're thinking about how they personally respond to something. They're also thinking about how all eyes are on them and how are they supposed to respond to being stared at. It's an added amount of labor that these students have to do um, when they're the only ones in their class who are black. And then there's just this, like, suspicion that they will be confronted by overt acts of racism. One student told me he's a freshman. He doesn't go out. He's sort of quiet by nature, but he doesn't want to party because he doesn't want to endure um, the racism that he's heard his peers experience.
0: And what are they doing to find support in dealing with this?
1: They support each other. Um, So, you know, several students said that, uh, if it weren't for the camaraderie and tightly knit community that the black students have have established on campus, they would have transferred, they would have left. And you know, I quote one student in the article saying, the reason why Cal Poly has the black students that it does have is because of the work of black students. And that was a powerful statement. It's it you know from the perspective of students, they are doing the work to support each other, to retain each other.
0: Mm-hmm. And what kind of responses have you gotten on the story from the school's leadership or anyone else?
1: I did ask for interviews with the administration, and I was turned down um, several times. Instead, I got two lengthy emailed written responses, totaling eighteen hundred words, and so it. The responses tracked the various initiatives and efforts that the campus has undergone to attract Black students. Um, I should say that the students who described their experiences with bias did not report those in large part because they didn't trust the university to, to act in a meaningful way. And then, so that's what the university is doing, and they listed a lot, and the, and the article gets into a lot of um, what they've been trying to do for, uh, really, since 1994. Um, there's this link on, on the campus website about their efforts to improve, you know, diversity and belonging. But again, the data shows these gaps. The data shows that, you know, for, for 10 or 20 years, depending on which data point you look at... Cal Poly has struggled to retain and attract uh, black students.
0: That was Cal Matters reporter Michael Zinstein, who has been looking at black student enrollment at Cal Poly San Luis Obispo and across the CSU system. You can read more at calmatters.org. And that's the California Report for Wednesday, November 30th. We're a production of KQED Public Radio. I'm Marie Bolaños. Thanks for listening and have a great day. Support for the California Report comes from the James Irvine Foundation, committed to a California where all low-income workers have the power to advance economically. Learn more at irvine.org. Paint Care now with 834 drop-off sites in California where households and businesses can recycle their leftover paint. More at paintcare.org. And Eric and Wendy Schmidt, whose philanthropy includes Schmidt Ocean Institute. Coming this fall, the launch of research vessel falcor II, advancing the frontiers of ocean science and exploration, on the web at schmitocean.org.